This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. In this week's edition of This Bites... We have uh, some news about the annual February that's happening in Silver City. Got news about Dino's and River West, a upscale Indian restaurant coming to Milwaukee this summer, and more. But we're going to start it off with a new restaurant that I had no idea about until I saw it in the news the other day, yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea. It's a Laotian restaurant that just opened on the Milwaukee Northwest side this past Tuesday. Um, you did a story over in Milwaukee Magazine, and so uh, shoot shoot me the details. Let's share the details with us. Yeah, so uh, this restaurant is called An Ox Cafe, and the owners are um, a couple. He's from Laos. She is, well, they're both from Laos, but he is Lao and she is Hmong. Um, so it's a married couple. And um, they are doing kind of a family like family recipes, sort of comfort food that is that features Lao cuisine and Thai cuisine as well. And uh, the restaurant's at 73rd, or I'm sorry, 74th and Hampton. And um, the reason for the name, the name of the restaurant, An Ox Cafe, comes from the fact that both the owners were, were born in 1973, which is the year of the ox. I was born in 1973. I'm an ox, too. You're an ox, too. Okay. Yeah. Wow. My parents hey. call me an occidental. An occident. <laughs> get it? Occidental. Yeah. I, I, I do. I do. I get it. I get it. So uh, anyway, they um, so the, the restaurant opened just a few weeks ago, and um, the menu is uh, potentially going to change. So they came out with a menu to see kind of like how people are receive it, if they like it, if there are other things they would like to try. So it's got some things on it that I think sound really good to you too, probably Tariq. Like we Mm -hmm. often talk about the Thai Lao salad, which is called larb. It's a, it's a meat salad and it has like, um, oftentimes it has beef, but sometimes it has pork and sometimes it has chicken. Yeah. Toasted, like rice, toasted powder, rice powder, fresh lime, onion, fresh mint, and fish sauce. You got to have that fish sauce. Um, and yes. it is so delicious. I really like to eat it with sticky rice, but oftentimes it's kind of served with like cabbage. Um, you can kind of roll it mm-hmm. up inside lettuce leaves and eat it that way. Um, I think you said you like to eat it with crispy chicken skins. Sticky rice here in River West, where I'm at, they have larb. And what I do, I get the larb, I get it like a double over chicken skins, and I put the chicken skins in the plate, and I spoon out all the larb onto the chicken skins like like nachos. Yeah. Well, that's a great yeah. idea. I think it's a so, great idea. Um, so let's give you an idea of sticky rice out there. Like if you want to do like larb nachos. There you go. That's, that's, that's a fusion dish to, to be sure. Um, they also have a, a pho on the menu, which is actually Vietnamese. Uh, so it's a, their noodle soup has a beef base. So it has beef, meatballs, and tendons. Um, they, we talked about the Thai dish volcano chicken 
Um, they, they have a version of that. They've got different noodles. They've got um, Pud CU and Pud Thai. Um, I, I, when I spoke to the owner on the phone, he said that they're making their Lao sausage in-house. Um, that is also a dish that they offer. Um, it's served with, um, with steamed rice and served with the house special spicy sauce. Um, oh, real quick, I forgot to let the, yeah. the there is a Laotian style pho, by the way. It, I learned about. Yeah, but they don't, I don't see it on this menu here. Well, the pho, it's probably still called pho because I learned from Alex Sapsap, there is a Laotian, there is a Laotian, Laotian style pho. It's okay. only, like, I'm just reading, it's not that much, there's subtle differences, I guess. Okay. Like, I guess it's like, uh, um, like a seasoning? The, it's like the, like uh, Vietnamese feet, according to this, the Vietnamese pho generally use chicken or beef in the soup broth, whereas Leo using pork broth, top of crispy pork, that's something. I think Alex said sometimes the condiments and stuff, but there is subtle differences between okay. good to Laotian know. and pho broth. Good to know. Uh, and, and, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, the menu looks pretty good. They have curries as well. They've got a Penang curry, a green curry, and a red curry. Um and they have a couple different soups beyond pho. They've got um, uh, it looks like a tom a tom yum guy, and um, a couple other Thai Thai soups. So, also a few a few more entrees I wanted to mention. They have a chicken fried rice, crispy duck, which um, is uh, half a marinated duck sliced and topped with uh, mixed vegetables. And gravy. Mm, but, you know, tasty. one thing I wanted to point out, though, um, when you talk about differences between like Thai and Lao food mm. is that um, the owner told me that he has he has different versions of papaya salad. And so he does a version um, that is a Thai version. And he said that mm. one's sweeter. And then he does a Lao version. That one is a little bit saltier, a little bit like sweet sour. So, um, so that's interesting. It'd be interesting to try and actually put those back to back, but they also, he also has a Hmong version of papaya salad too, that uses tamarind. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely want to, I love me some papaya salad. I do too, man. I love papaya salad. So anyway, um, if you're, you know, if you're looking to check this place out, absolutely. They are open for lunch and dinner. Um, Wednesday through Thursday, they're open 11 to 9, Friday through Saturday, 11 to 10, and then Sunday, 11 to 9. So, um, and they have a full bar uh, and it's, I don't know, it looks like a really great place to check out and just have a relaxing meal. Coming up on this spice, we'll continue our conversation with February, all talking about pho. So continue to, we continue the conversation. Another great topic. Another great topic. Just to get even more into pho. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, it's, pho is great. Man, I make I make I make a great pho guy, by the way, which is chicken pho. Which mm-hmm. is a lot easier and a lot less time consuming than the you know, traditional. Then, and you get like, oh my my pho my chicken pho is like probably the best in the city, I have to say. Anyway. Ooh. I'm proud of it. No, I, I, plus, I, I never had think it. I, you need to make it for me. I guess also I never had anybody's chicken fuss, so I, I guess that's oh. that <laughs> that's my ranking. It's the best. Yeah, so that's coming up on this spice. We'll be right back. It's the most charitable time of year, and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, or 
motorcycle, or boat and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast, the wonderful, talented, brilliant uh, supermodel, uh, oh, fisherwoman, uh, spades champion, badminton champion, and Christensen. How did you know about my badminton skills? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do my research. Mm-hmm. Um we got news since we did talk about pho in the last uh, segment. Uh, we're going to continue that conversation because guess what? Over in Silver City neighborhood, it's the annual February um, event mm-hmm. throughout the month of February, celebrating uh, the neighborhood through pho. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the details over on your website at milwaukeemagazine.com. So what's the deets? So uh, Silver City is home to a number of different Asian restaurants and Silver City uh, is, mm, it is defined as that area on National Avenue between 34th and 37th Street. And there's a number of different Asian restaurants. Um, For example, there's Ventian Noodle Shop, Bamboo, um, Thai Barbecue. There's a a grocery store, the Asian International Market, which is a great place. place to shop. Yep. Um, and the restaurants here are doing um, some specials for the month of February. February? February? I, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can't say it. It's really difficult for me. <laughs> February. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Vientian and Thai Barbecue are both doing a couple different um, specially priced Fuzz for dine-in or and or carry-out, so you can get a special that way. Um, also, Thai Barbecue is doing like a special promotion on its crab rangoons as well. Mm. Um, but just you know, for people that like or want to support these restaurants, um, it isn't just the month of February that you should be doing that. I mean, it's just a reminder that mm-hmm. you know there are restaurants out there, and all restaurants are really in need right now. They're in need mm-hmm. of business. They need support. So I think February is a really good time to kind of remind people of that, and maybe get them out to restaurants they haven't been to in a long time or have never been to. Yeah, and and soup. I love pho. I mean, the broth. Oh man, I love it. The yeah. broth, the like, because I make the broth because I love how the broth is made. Like, it's yeah, like the, the roasted onion, the ginger gets all roasty, and then you have like these uh, spices like star yeah, anise, got, like, coriander star-nies. seeds. Yep, coriander, cinnamon. You might have clove in there, and then the fish sauce um, goes in there. Um, man, and it's it's oh, it's just so, I can I can put it in a cup. I can put it in a cup and just drink it straight. The broth is so good. I um, also love just um, adding all the different oh, garnishes. Yeah. The mint, you know, the basil, Thai basil. You yeah. can use regular basil, but the Thai basil really kind of brings it up. Um, the the chilies, the Thai chilies, mm-hmm, the hoisin um, sauce, the 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 bean sprouts to add a little crunch in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I love uh, so much, and my sinuses love it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to talk about, uh, you know, Red Boat, right? The fish sauce company? Yeah. They have a cookbook. They're trying to get what? people to, yeah, they release a cookbook. I want to get it. Uh, it's called the Red Boat Fish Sauce Fish Sauce Cookbook. 
And they're probably trying to get fish sauce. You know, they have recipes for traditional use of fish sauce, but they want to, you know, use fish sauce in other, other, other kind of cuisines. I'm going to go well, get wasn't, it. Wasn't, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was it. What were you saying? I was going to say that I thought Alex from Sap Sap was using it in a dessert. Yeah, there's a, a brownie. I think there's a or dessert. Is it a caramel? Fish, yeah, fish sauce, like caramel, that? brownie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I mean, just like, you know, I'm seeing more condiments that are kind of seen as savory, like miso, mm. that are being used um, in baked goods, in sweet baked goods. Mm. And I really like that because it I has mean, a balance. But like fish sauce is, is a, I have to say it's magical. Like when it I first magical. started with fish sauce, like, I don't know, probably 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and I got it to make these fish sauce wings I saw a recipe for. I was like, and I got the bottle. That's the first time I ever used fish sauce. There was a, re- a restaurant in Seattle called Pock Pock. There were these Vietnamese caramel caramel wings. And I was like, that sounds good. So I bought the mm-hmm. fish sauce. I opened the bottle. I'm like, whoa, is this going to taste like this smell? Oh, no. <laughs> and it's just, it's the smell. It's kind of like shrimp paste. Like most people, when you order shrimp, get shrimp paste. It's not a great smell. But when you mix it in and cook it, it just transforms into a, uh, like a, a huge amount of umami, and that's mm-hmm. what fish sauce does. Like I use fish sauce instead of salt sometimes, because like mm. I want a little more umami, not just salt, right? And like yeah, fish sauce is. I go through bottles. Like I get my favorites. Like I like red crab, red boat, red, red boat's kind of like sometimes out of my my price range. Uh huh. But I get three crabs. Three crabs comes in like a big glass bottle. I go through that. Oh, wow. I go through a bottle a month, pretty much of fish sauce. Where do you go to Moe's? Or do you go to Moe's. All Asian market. I think all Asian market has three crabs. Yeah. Um, three crabs is my go-to. I learned three about three crabs from other people. Okay. Um, Interesting. And I like Red Boat. I got Red. Actually, got Red Boat at work here. At eight eight nine, I have a bottle of Red Boat I bought. I save here. So that's how much I love fish sauce. Just laying. Fish sauce is just ah, uh, fish sauce, man. It's, it's the thing. It's it's. No, it's I agree. I agree. Um, next over in Milwaukee, Mag, uh, Dino's. Dino's. Yeah. Remember, Dino's was closed for a while, and now they got new owners and such. Um, uh-huh. They're about to probably open in soon. But you have a story about Dino's River West about to debut its new food menu. What's the details on that? Right. Um, so Dino's uh, at 808 East Chambers in River West. It reopened after being closed for quite a while. And it has new owners, just as you said. And the bar opened a couple months ago, but now they're finally able to serve food. Um, but they're going to kind of stagger out some of their offerings. Like, for instance, um, they're not going to have their fish fry yet or their brunch, pizza, entrees. Those types of things are going to come down the line. So right now, um, or it was actually last weekend, they came out with this food menu and um, it's got, uh, here are some of the things that are on that menu. They're famous grilled chicken wings. They mm. have chicken, chicken tendies, which I assume are chicken tenders. Um, cheese curds with pomodoro sauce, hand-cut fries. Those are some of the appetizers. Um, they also have um, a couple different sandwiches and a burger. They have a double cheeseburger on a breadsmith bun. They have a buttermilk fried chicken thigh sandwich with house-made pickles and sambal aioli. And they've got a three cheese grilled cheese on sourdough. And then 
They're doing for dessert, Tariq, a house-made cream puff with bourbon whipped cream and maple creme anglaise. Sounds like I'm going to have to send my lawyer to them. That does not sound like bar food to me at all. So, but um, I'm going to send my lawyer because it sounds like they, they – because I did a bourbon cream puff and I posted it a while back. Oh, no. Oh, they stole I, it from you. I, I might have to contact my lawyer about this. Um, <laughs> take some action. Maybe – we can settle with like free wings and cream puffs whenever I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, and finally, um, Urban Milwaukee reports on a upscale Indian restaurant that's coming to historic Third Ward this summer called Saffron, which named after the, the the very very expensive spice that costs more than I think it costs more than gold actually. <laughs> it's ridiculously expensive. <laughs> Did I tell you before you get in? Like I used to work for uh, uh, when I was. You and architecture. When I got laid off from uh, Northrop's Airlines back in the um, uh, early 2000s, I started working for a real estate developer that happened to be um, from Kuwait. And his other business was Saffron. So he would like come in and like, Tarek, come here, Tarek, and, um, and give me some Saffron. So I had like a bunch of Saffron. <laughs> like, I didn't realize how much it was. Like, I could have like, you know, been the saffron dealer back in the day. I mean, I had, I probably, he probably gave me about a thousand dollars of saffron when I worked there at least. Oh my gosh. How come <laughs> I never knew this story before? I gave it out to my mom. I'm like, hey mom, use this. You're going to use apparently. Like, yeah, I had like a lot of saffron. I didn't realize the cost. Like, did you use it all? I used it in rice, but I couldn't like, you can't put that yeah, much saffron. Like so much you can use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like I can't like. So I just start giving away, and I realize, why am I giving this away? <laughs> this <laughs> could be this could buy my it. rent, man. Like, but yeah. Anyway, place is called Saffron, and uh, again, supposed to be opening uh, hopefully summers. Take it over to spot two twenty three North Water Street, formerly location of the bar Rivalry, and before that, Roostico Pizza. Um. Again, the restaurant's name after that sought-after spice, which probably costs more than gold per ounce. I'm thinking it does actually. Um, and so they run a ticket. They want to bring Indian cuisine that's elevated, and I guess it's been a trend going on in New York, places like New York and LA and 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 Chicago. Then we don't know the menu exactly, uh, but you can expect to have seafood dishes featuring lobster and um and octopus. Mm-hmm. Also, be like a lot more vegan and organic, gluten-free options than a typical Indian restaurant, and it will take kind of a farm-to-table approach, sourcing ingredients, according to the story in Urban Milwaukee. Um, they will have a chef that's coming from New York. They have announced the name of that chef, so definitely looking forward to that. Again, it's they're looking to open it in in, in summer. It sounds really interesting to me because I have long thought there would be room for a restaurant, an Indian restaurant that offers some things that are different yeah. from what else, from, from what we can already find here. And I forgot, and, like, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I really miss this restaurant called dancing Ganesha. Oh, really which I, yeah, that was on the corner of Van Buren and Brady and had amazing Indian fusion cuisine. It was mm. great. And I really miss it. So I think like, like, I was learning from a friend. There's there's North Indian cuisine and South Indian cuisine, and yeah. I can't remember. Milwaukee doesn't have a South Indian cuisine. Right? Not specifically, yeah. but some of the Indian restaurants have, have some South dishes. Indian dishes. Yeah, most of them are all North. Like, I always want to try because right. she was telling me about all the cuisines in South Indian. I'm like, dude, I want to try some of this stuff. Like, I didn't know that. Like, 
You got to go down to Chicago. Yeah, you got to go to Chicago to try some of this stuff because it's different like flavors. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to do that here, like offer the, the, the different regions and the dishes. Or, I would love that. Or maybe they focus on South Indian. Yeah. So it's, apparently it's spicier. That's what I hear. South Indian? Yeah, it's spicier than North Indian cuisine. At least what I'm reading here. I don't, I mean, of course, take that with grain of salt. So rice and lentils dominate in South Indian cuisine. Um, Southern actually uses seafood, vegetarian seafood. So maybe based yeah. off that description, they said seafood and vegetarian, right? So maybe it is a, they didn't really maybe. say. The North is much is much more meat oriented. Yeah. So it's, they, based on the description, it sounded like they're more Southern focused, but they didn't mention that, that they were going to be Southern focused. But they mentioned octopus. I'm pretty sure I never had octopus in a North Indian restaurant. So. No, I know I haven't. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Kenny Perez with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, NPR, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please remember to rate and review. As always, and stay hungry. Keep the malort cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too.